Welcome to the Wealth Academy podcast. This podcast helps you discover wealth is more than just money. It consists of several empowering components that make up wealth in your personal and business life. Now, here's your host, Paul Lawrence Van. And today is a wonderful day, and I hope that you're having a wonderful day no matter where you happen to be. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy podcast, coming at you today with our mantra, wealth is surely more than just money. And it is because we know that there's more to life than just money. Money is great for the needs that we have. And it's a bonus to get the want things that we want as well. And today, what I'm going to be talking about is some ways to help pay down credit card debt if you happen to be in retirement. Uh, this is an area that I have not discussed before. And I just simply want to share just some ideas that you may have. And uh, you might consider this in the future. And uh, one reason why is because a lot of people have decided to take the retirement option as a result of COVID-19, and they simply want to move on to the next cycle and the next chapter of their lives. And all I'm doing with this particular episode is just sharing with you uh, what some options are in terms of ways that you can help pay down credit card debt. Uh, in retirement. And the reason why this is so important is because if you do not pay down your credit cards, you probably want to remain working or you can do these things while you're working, get everything paid off and then retire. But consider the possibilities and I'll be sharing eight uh, different uh, things with you and select those that serve you best. So if you're ready, I'm ready. Uh, let's get started. First thing you want to do is the B word, make a budget. Yes, I know that is pretty tough. If we've lived all of our lives never working with a budget, then now is a perfect time to put one into place. And I call it the financial plan. And with a financial plan, uh, all we want to do is just assess where we are today. So if you're in that capacity, what you are planning to retire soon, or you already have retire, you can still implement this into your daily life. So this would be your financial life. And we want to always align our financial life with our regular life, the non-monetary uh, portion, which is, again, wealth is more than just money. So make a budget, outline all the credit cards that you may have. And uh, the best option is to get a tally of them all and just start paying them off and set up this budget, stay within alignment with it, um, get off the treadmill of just doing things just off the cuff, get a ledger, get legal sheet of paper, whatever it takes, or automated a program app, and just set that budget and be on your way because you will be much better and do much better in life once you know where you stand financially. And it can help you in the long run, whereas you may have just retired or have been retired for several years, you can still lay out a budget that would, would be compatible with your lifestyle. And since you won't have as much money uh, coming in as you had while you were working, it's even more important how much money do you have through retirement and likelihood, if you're fortunate enough, that you will have a longer 
retirement period than you had work period. I'll use an example. Uh, I worked for the United States Air Force for over 20 years. And as a result of that, uh, this year, I'm in my 19th year. So I've almost matched the amount of uh, time that I worked. Uh, of course, I have a second career uh, as a speaker, author, coach. And uh, as a result of that, an, an author, and as a result of that, I'm still able to uh, function as just as if I were still working full time, uh, but make a budget. So that's number one. Number two is negotiate with your credit card uh, company. In other words, uh, you may have some uh, credit card that has some pretty high interest. Maybe you can go in and negotiate it down or the interest rate is smaller, or you just set up some payment plans that you may very well just be able to pay off the lowest uh, credit card. If, let's say if you have five, pay off the lowest one of those five and put the card away. Don't send it back in because it will be tougher to get a new card if you send it back in. Just put it in the envelope, put it in a safe deposit box somewhere and uh, just put it to the side and then go on to the next bill and pay that one off. But in the process, negotiate with the credit card company because the reality is everything is negotiable. Even if you had debts out there already, that interest rate uh, is definitely negotiable. And that's something that you want to definitely uh, give great consideration to. So uh, number two is to negotiate with credit card companies. And the third one is to transfer the balance to a new card. And the benefit of this is that you there are many opportunities and options out there with credit card companies that will give you anywhere between 18 to 24 months interest-free just to bring your old cards, uh, cards that have uh, money on it, balances on it over to them. And it gives you that position of being interest-free. So primarily uh, that that's really some free money when you really, really get down to it. And so you wanna give consideration to transferring some balances to a new card that has 0% interest. And that will help really be an act as a consolidation uh, it, than more than anything else. And that's the position that you want to be in. And uh, again, the objective, if we use the example of five credit cards to have those uh, credit cards uh, paid off. And that's really uh, the key to everything. So we always want to position ourselves to uh, get more out of less. So uh, that's number three. So thus far, we have make a budget, number one. Number two is negotiate with credit card companies. And number three is to transfer balances to a new card that has 0% interest anywhere between 18 and 24 months. It would actually save you money in the long term, but you have to be disciplined and not overspend because it will cost you more in the long run, still trying to pay it off. In some instances, people have, have uh, upwards of eight to nine years to repay a loan that has interest rates of 18 to 24%. And that's basically giving away money. And we, we don't want to be in that position. So on to number four. So what you want to do is cut former work-related expenses. And what this consists of, of subscriptions you may have had on your job. It may have been supplies. It could have been, uh, of course, we know that the food that you, you have uh, when you're at work, uh, the coffee, if you had a coffee fund, all of these things, you want to take a look at them and you want to minimize anything and, and actually do away with anything 
any ties that was related to your job, if there's a monetary uh, input to it over the years. So you want to ensure, and even looking at uh, memberships in different organizations that you were formerly in, the Association of Financial Experts, just as an example, or engineers, wh whatever it may be, if you decide that you're no longer gonna be actively participating, uh, then I would recommend cutting those particular fees out for any subscriptions, any work-related expenses whatsoever. Because uh, the second half of your life in retirement is to be enjoyed if you decide you're not going to go back to employment. So you want to enjoy that time. And every, every uh, dollar counts in, in this particular instance. And so number five, we move on to number five, is set up a self-imposed limits. Here we go. We are working with ourselves. <laughs> in other words, when we wake up in the morning, we look in the mirror, we're looking at us. Are we, or I. And as a result of this, we have to be disciplined and be committed to the discipline and not only set that plan, but follow through. That's really what I'm talking about here is to set up a self-imposed limits because when we set up self-imposed limits, it really gives us that opportunity to really see where we stand with ourselves. Do we have the discipline, the fortitude and the commitment to follow through on that in which we all uh, want to do in terms of our goals, our long-term goals. If we plan on taking a nice trip to exotic island or something of that nature, every dollar counts. And uh, so we have to put self-imposed limits. We work within whatever retirement pay we have and whatever other savings that we have, for example, some investments. We work through that and then we try to make the very best of it. So that was number five, set up self-imposed limits. Number six is to ask for professional help. And what this means is, is that there are a lot of free services out there where there are financial uh, people have financial expertise just in terms of maybe budgeting, even laying out your plan. But uh, if there's some assistance out there and it's free, take it. Uh, you can always, you don't have to, to uh, implement what they tell you. You just take that part that serves you best. And in this case, it, it's revolving around a credit card debt and doing away with it, help paying it down during retirement. But if there's some help out there, there may be something that you may not have heard before or something a friend told you, a family member may have told your former colleague and uh, receiving help is a good thing. And it's just financial in nature. So that, that's a good thing. Number seven is to make extra money on your nest egg. In other words, if you have equity within your home, depending on how much it is, perhaps you can maybe convert that to an investment instrument of, of some sort, but the opportunity is there, there to do it. Could be on some collectibles that you happen to have, some artwork or sports mem memorabilia. It could be a little bit of anything, a collector, if you have a car or something of that nature. So you want to be able to uh, make a little bit of extra money on it. In other words, uh, I was having a conversation on one of my coaching sessions recently, and it's all about making your money work for you instead of you having to work for your money. In other words, let's say if you have a set amount of money, let's say $1,000 a week, you want to take that $1,000, perhaps invest it in something where you can make maybe 25 
a 10 to 25% on top of that, whether it's maybe some stock or maybe uh, it's some real estate investment that you, you happen to uh, have a percentage of. And there are many apps out there where you can invest in some real estate and not necessarily have to put in five or $10,000, but maybe $1,000 on an office building or on a residential subdivision. So there are many ways to make a little bit of extra money on your nest egg. And then there's also the aspect of earning extra money working from home. Uh, given COVID-19 and this pandemic, a lot of people are doing this. And even though they're remote employees for some of the businesses, a lot of businesses will sh have shuttered and will never reopen. So a lot of people have lost their jobs. I think the last time I saw it, some, some of the reports, it said about 11 million people in the United States. So a lot of uh, corporations and, and uh, big box stores are having people provide, for example, customer service uh, from uh, people who are working from home, or it could be a sales office, uh, people making calls, or it could be some type of sponsorship. So there are many, many ways in terms of earning extra money working from home. And so what this particular episode uh, is taken into account is eight ways to help pay down credit card debt uh, in retirement. And I'll go over each one, but just go back and re-listen, of course, to what I shared earlier. But number one is to make a budget. Number two is negotiate with credit card companies to get that uh, interest rates down. And then to transfer a balance to a new card, go to a zero interest card, and that will save you money in the long run. And cut former work-related expenses is number four. Number five is to set up self-imposed limits. Number six is to ask for professional help. Number seven is to make extra money on your nest egg, which is uh, equity you perhaps have in your house or some collectibles that you happen to have. Then number eight is to earn extra money working from home. I just want to share this primarily because I have not had a segment on retirees. I happen to be a retiree myself from the Air Force. However, immediately upon retirement, two weeks later, I was employed by a contractor and then I started my own business. So I've been working really since the age of 10. And so I have a, a lot of work experience. And uh, so I've had one retirement and I likely won't have another one because I'll work until the very end because that's what I love to do, especially as an entrepreneur. But uh, this is what I have. And just want to let you know that I have some wonderful, wonderful uh, programs uh, that are available. You can learn more about them at www.wealthacademyprograms.com. And that's www.wealthacademyprograms.com. I have a video course that's out there, a digital course. Uh, that's the introductory to mind over money a mindset. It helps one become debt free. And the second a mid-level course is more of a, a mind over money intensive coaching, which is more or less mindful uh, financial coaching, which uh, is an intensive that includes hot seats, uh, different strategy sessions, a peer accountability group, in addition to one-on-one uh, -on -one strategy sessions with me. And then lastly, I have a VIP program, uh, which is a six-month coaching program, which you can uh, take part in uh, to help you not only become debt-free, but to generate wealth and then focus in on legacy wealth. 
So uh, go out there and, and listen and, and look at uh, my site, uh, www.wealthacademyprograms.com. And uh, I will uh, really appreciate it. And also you can get a free ebook called titled Master Your Mind, which is really great because mindset is so important uh, when it comes to uh, becoming financially free. So my time is up and I thank you for yours. I'm your host, Paul Lawrence Van, host of Wealth Academy Podcast. I'll see you on the next episode uh, and you have a great day. Take good care and follow up with uh, the information I provided you. Thank Have you a great for day. listening. You will find the show notes for links to everything that was mentioned. You will find the show notes on my landing page. Subscribe to the Wealth Academy podcast. Rate or review the podcast on iTunes. 